0: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.
1: Hello,
2: Hello.
0: I'm
1: Hugh Fort,
2: I'm Rachel Nemeth,
0: I'm Paul Mann,
1: and I'm Tom Canning, and welcome to episode 118 of the Real Reading Podcast, like us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod, and search Real Reading Podcast Group to join us on Facebook, Um, come one, come all, for it is the Christmas time in Real Reading Podcast land, settle in around the fire, Hugh, would you pop another (laughs) log on?
3: Yes, indeed I will Tom.
1: Thank you. Keep that Thank fire you. roaring, here. A bit roaring. It's lovely and uh, toasty around the fire. Um, Are we
3: looking to roast some chestnuts
0: on it later? I
1: think we might. Um, Paul, I'm not sure it was wise you wore that shell suit.
0: <laughs> no, no. Highly flammable, but I have got a fire hydrant right next to me, as you would on Christmas Day. And <laughs> deeply, unpa- deeply unfashionable <laughs> as well. Definitely. Oh, definitely. I did actually have a shell suit in the 1980s, <laughs> 90s. <laughs> this, didn't we all? Didn't we all? Me.
1: Um, i missed so- that <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh dear um has everybody got their christmas tipple rach
2: yep yep i'm good Just got my mold you wine got?
1: you've got your mold wine is that wise <laughs> yes yes Depends it is how
2: many mold wines there are
1: <laughs> uh hugh what have you gone for you eggnog
2: <laughs>
3: I don't know. I don't even know what eggnog is.
1: No, is I'm never quite sure it's what's American, in that. It's
3: American, isn't it? is not Has it got booze in it? I don't even know.
1: <laughs> no idea. Paul, what have you gone for?
0: Well, It's been a tough year, so I've just mixed up all the spirits I've got in my house. <laughs> so I don't know how it's going to taste, but I won't care after one. No. <laughs> you uh, could call
2: it it's a cocktail called the Ghost of Christmas Spirit or something.
0: Oh. Just a ghost, I think, after drinking this. That'll be you tomorrow, yeah.
2: (laughs) Just a ghost of a man. Too much booze.
3: Are you, Tommy, are you having a beer? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. I've got got Spanish lager. I've got uh... something
1: uh, that's been sitting in a bourbon barrel for the last 10 years. Oh, right. You're not not having uh, a corona then? No, no, I felt that would not <laughs> be um, not be quite the right thing to do. Um, so this is our Christmas episode. Uh, we had hoped that we could all sit around a lovely pub table and have a lovely conversation with each other. But as you know, um, we are in tier four. It's the area that, by all accounts, everybody wants to be in. So it's, you know, it's you know, it's you it is. Can you believe
2: that was only last week that no. we were sort of talking about, oh, maybe we could meet up in a pub with a <laughs> covered garden yeah, yeah. chat a few drinks something to eat maybe and record it there and then here we are now
1: I think well, it's fine end-
2: i'll just stay home with my husband yeah. and son well, the, the interesting forever. point
1: is rachel of course it is christmas day it is as we speak it yeah. is christmas day so mm. um, we do have some crackers but just before we've got our own special little cracker jeremy is going to tell you how you can get in touch with us
0: get in touch with the team Email hello at realreadingpodcast.co.uk. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at realreadingpod, and join our Facebook group by searching Real Reading Podcast.
1: Thank you, Jeremy. Um, what, sir, a what a link, Tom. What a oh, link. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> I think I
2: might have uh, just had a little cheeky Jeremy sighting in Caversham. You know. But he was wearing a mask, so I couldn't wow. be hundred percent that it was a bona fide he was, sighting.
1: It was, was probably method acting, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've handed around some crackers to you guys. So, um, Rach, do you want to do you want to take the first one?
2: Yep. Hold the other end. Then
1: there we go. Go
2: and bang. I was going to say
1: we're doing sound <laughs> effects. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have time to put sound effects in later. So maybe. <laughs> Paul, cool, maybe you could be our designated
0: bank man if that was all right. I could be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's do that again then. Let's just okay, pull that cracker yeah. again. Okay, ready. Right.
2: Take the other end, Tom. Got it.
0: Bang. <laughs> that was uh, so
2: realistic. Did someone were...
0: pull a cracker. <laughs> <coughs>
1: it's a line oh, I've uh... used before. <laughs> uh... Oh dear. Oh dear. Um, Rach, who's your? Right. Message? What's the message? Who's it from?
2: Okay, so I have got a message from Brian at Crunch Comics, which is in the Harris Arcade.
1: Oh, yes.
2: Um, Yeah, I feel a bit bad. It's not quite as bantery as (laughs) what we were just (laughs) building it up to be there. Um, But I think it's probably how a lot of people feel. Unfortunately, as for many others in retail, it's been a truly terrible year for the shop. The highlight has been the way that our amazing customers have rallied to generously support us during each of the lockdowns by ordering through click and collect or deliveries to help us survive as a business. Hopefully it will be enough to see us through this third lockdown, but it does look to be a grim winter ahead. um... It makes me feel sad because there's probably a lot of people in that boat.
1: Brian um, was an absolutely smashing bloke when I went to uh, I went to meet him. I think it was a, over a year ago now. I went down to Crunch Comics um, in Harris Arcade, and it's such a such a wonderful little place. If you know, if you're into your comics and collectibles, it's it's kind of uh, I think it's kind of the the only place in Reading to go. And Brian was such a such a smashing guy. He was doing his dream job, um, you know. And 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 I really hope that 2021 brings something much better for him.
2: And it's probably a business he's built up over yeah. years, isn't it? As well, oh, absolutely. And loyal customers and everything. Hopefully, that that is what will keep him going until we're out of this craziness.
1: Indeed, indeed. And you know, all the best, all the best to Brian and uh, and Crunch Comics, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you all on the other side in in terms of that one. Um, Paul, who let, let's um, should we do? Do you want to pull your cracker with Hugh?
0: Oh, oh. oh yeah, that would be the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, then. Could you help me pull my cracker. <laughs> Bang, that one's a lively one. We need to watch out oh, for that one.
3: I've just seen the tiny plastic clone comb fly across the room.
0: Yeah, yeah. oh dear, oh, uh, I would put the hat on, but. It's yeah, red, I only bit. wear things that are blue, so. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Do you have a similar problem to me, Paul, in that these hats don't fit?
0: Yes, it's too much brain matter, isn't it? Yes, that's it, I is, I it is, yeah. it is. indeed. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, Who, I have uh, who's yours one? One?
1: Who, who's Yes, your I've got
0: one from Andy and Laura at Dolphin Brewery. It's another one which has kind of got a mixture of, it's not, you know, it's not banter, that's for certain. It's been a difficult year for them. It says, obviously it's been a difficult year for everyone, but nonetheless, there've been bright spots. Of course, launching the brewery after many years of planning in a slightly different way than we expected due to COVID felt like an achievement for us. The real highlight, however, is the response we received from Reading. There are too many people to mention, but we thank every business and individual who has shown us support this year. It's been incredible and we are very grateful for our hometown. So
1: it's kind of uplifting Aww. a bit as well. As that day. is, it, it starts low yeah. and it builds us to a crescendo of of um of. It's it, I I had seen how um not necessarily firsthand, but they the the town and and its beer drinkers have really got behind those guys, and the stuff they put out. It it really helps that the stuff they put out is really good. Um, from a little garage in Woodley, it's um, which I know technically I suppose is Wokingham, but ah, who cares?
3: No, Woodley's in Reading. <laughs> I'll die on this sword because <laughs> they pay council tax to different people with this part already fair enough
2: <laughs> are places um, like the Dolphin Brewery and the other one that you like uh, double barrels.
1: are
2: they doing deliveries and stuff
1: they're doing okay. deliveries takeouts click and collect you name it they so are they however are you want to
2: as long as you're not in there you can yeah
1: god, you know, god forbid you sat so down like for a minute in one of those places and uh, you know Mm-hmm. Ah, dear. Anyway.
2: So you've got your supplies in for Christmas Day. That's what I was most worried about.
1: You could say that,
2: yes. (gasps) Actually, Tom, I needed to ask you about something which reminded me about. Um, You are quite infamous uh, for doing your Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. I am indeed. So we were a little worried about you and whether or not your nearest and dearest would receive anything this year.
1: Don't worry, it's all sorted.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> Amazon will come <laughs> with the goods Somehow, tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I, to be honest, I'm I'm more disappointed. I'm more disappointed that um my now Christmas tra- tradition of when I've finished my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve, which in fairness to me has got earlier and earlier every Christmas Eve. Um, I go, for <laughs> little, I go for a little, I go a little, a little pint. By yeah, go and sit for a little pint by myself in the horn. For some reason, um, the Horn isn't the pub I go in at any other time of year. Um, it's a it's a perfectly fine establishment in St Mary's Butts, but it's it's not one that I particularly. And I don't even know why this started. I, I just I go in there, I have a pint by myself, surrounded by bags. As I say, less and less bags in recent years because I've been more organised. But I still, even now, like to just pop into the town on Christmas Eve. But I won't be doing that this year, which is a real shame. I think it's going to no. be probably the first time in about ten years that I won't have done that so um which is a as i say big shame but hey
2: as long as you've managed to sort it one way or the other that oh is don't the, worry don't worry you've probably this, wrapped up some carrots and parsnips this was always a <laughs> this was always-
4: hello andrew taylor here from Reading's aldworth philharmonic orchestra my highlight of 2020 you have to go back quite a long way because obviously we haven't been able to come together to play in person since march but at the beginning of february we put on three performances of the planets by Gustav Holst and that's an achievement in itself but I think what made it particularly memorable was that we received um, an award of national lottery funding from the Arts Council to make two of those three performances relaxed performances which meant that a whole load of families especially who have children with additional needs were able to come and enjoy our wonderful music for the first time and their reaction in that of the orchestra was something that will live me for a long, long time and sustain me through the dark times of 2020. So hoping that we can get back to normal sometime in 2021 and pick that ball up and keep running with it and be able to bring our music to as wide a range of people as possible. <laughs>
1: That's good. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, Andrew was talking about uh, a a performance of The Planets from Gustav. Is it Holst or Holt? Gustav Holt? I might be thinking of Grant Holt, the former Norwich City Striker.
0: Um, oh, no. Oh, no. don't bring him up. I thought I was in a safe zone
1: for that. But oh, no. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Um but no, uh, it would be you know, live music is obviously one of the things we've really missed in the last in the last year, certainly. Um and I, I must admit when uh, Andrew was talking previously to me about about the Star Wars when I was like, Oh, that'd be good to go to proper proper orchestra doing all the all the bits and bobs that would have been that would have been very good so um we'll uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll move on um rachel it's up to you now your your cracker time
2: right paul are you ready
0: i'm absolutely ready
2: help me pull a cracker <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think there's something stuck in the ceiling, right? That's gone right. <laughs>
2: up That's the little golf tee that
1: flew out. <laughs> it's yeah. it's just when
2: well wearing glasses. Tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so this one is from Andrew Ingle at Time Trap Escape Rooms. Possibly a recent one. See one of our latest tweets. Being a finalist in the top escape room project um, and ranking 170th in the world and ninth in the uk it's a very highly acclaimed and rigorous awards project their methodology is crazy detailed so it was nice to be included in that after a pretty rubbish year deadlocked and escape reading were also included in the final 300 rooms that were nominated which really shows the quality of rooms in reading it was the only town or city in the uk to have nominations from three different venues uh, releasing our outdoor game, Professor Pooch's Adventure, is probably up there too for our highlights. So they've had loads yeah. of good stuff going on, haven't they? That's
1: fantastic, yeah. Um, there, there, are, there are, I think there's at least four escape rooms in Reading, so to have three of them in in the top escape rooms in the country, that's, um, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. If you enjoy an escape room, and, and I do enjoy an escape room, I don't think I'm quite clever enough. But I've still never it. done one. We went to oh, the one, one by the wrong. walkabout.
3: And we we failed massively in it. That's
1: yes, that's time trap. That one.
3: Yeah, we. Uh, I think we were killed. If oh. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Are I you still not just like
2: the crystal maze where you get locked in?
3: No, I'm oh. I'm a different person. There's weird oh. things going on in that place. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, when we're allowed, perhaps we should go as That'd a, a, great as a little team thing.
1: Have you? Have you done one, Paul?
0: Uh, no. Yet again, I feel that I would lack the mental capacity to be able to mm. come out of it feeling in any way that I've managed to keep my self-esteem <laughs> at an acceptable level. <laughs> it's kind of—I feel it could be crushing.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> okay. Um, I think Paul it is you. In fact, you are next on the big list.
0: I am indeed, and it is, um, uh, yeah, it's interesting one, this one. So let's pull the cracker then, me and Tom, then. Here we go, okay, then. here we go, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yes. Well, this is from someone I know very well, and uh, I'd love to change what he's put into something else, just to make him look <laughs> a bit <softer. laughs> Uh, and he wouldn't mind me doing it. Terrible! I'm not going to do it. Do it. Uh, respect for the system that we are living in right now. <laughs> this is Glenn uh, the, from Blue Collar Food, and uh, amazingly for him, it's quite concise because he can talk for Britain. He says for Blue Collar, it will probably be our drive-through in June, which he managed to uh, block up the whole of the area around Rivmeat. Which fantastic. really annoyed the council, which I quite enjoyed. After a horrible <laughs> lockdown period, it was amazing to see the support we received. I'd also like to say um, the amazing res- support I've received off Glenn as well. He's an amazing person, and um, yeah, Blue Choir are great. And hopefully, we'll see them uh, doing getting bigger and bigger. But yeah, I yeah. think he's been incredible this year.
1: Yeah. It, it's it, uh, it, what they've done this year has been has been absolutely fantastic. You, mm. I, I think you and I'd really enjoy going to Blue Collar Food Market once maybe okay just you know blue
3: collar food market
1: yeah i don't recall this ever this is
3: another food place already i've never never come across in <laughs> my time i'm sure it's i'm sure it's great but you know
1: the in joke, dear listener is that every wednesday and thursday hugh and i are at the food market scoffing some delicious grub <laughs> when we are working in town which of course for the last nine months we have not been which is a, a sad, sad indictment of the current world we live in. But there we are. Um, I love the food market. It's brilliant. Um, no higher praise from me. Um, Ray, oh, Hugh. No, Hugh, you are next. You have a cracker to pull. tis
3: I. Who shall I put it? Rachel?
2: You're up for it. I'm ready. Oh, I felt like I was getting told off then, <laughs> using my full name. Ready? <laughs> no. Go.
0: i've got cabin fever
3: (laughs) well i've won again proving excellent at crackers Uh, this is launchpad reading kirsty uh our highlight has simply been the ongoing support and generous donations we've continued to receive from local businesses community faith groups and individuals like all charities this year has meant a severe drop in our fundraising income and every penny donated really does make a difference thanks kirsty
2: there we
3: go doing in fact nice. doing a fantastic job in very difficult different circumstances
1: in reading
2: is that where well, we went was that last yes, christmas or the one the before? before
1: can you quite believe we went to their christmas grotto and uh, and thoroughly enjoyed ourselves for a morning
2: you I did, think you you scary. were you
1: were in court covering a court case if I remember rightly.
3: Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't go. Yeah, I probably that chap
2: came me. along with his
1: guitar. <laughs> yes, good old Pete. Yeah. Yes, um, absolutely lovely. Um, Launchpad do such a fantastic job. Uh, as do as do all of the homeless charities. I think um, I've spoken to a number of homeless charities over the last year, and they all do an absolutely brilliant job. And um, I mean, it's a, it's a shame that we even have to have charities for the homeless. Really, um, it shouldn't. As far as I'm concerned, it shouldn't really be a thing. But um, obviously it is, and, and, and these guys do an absolutely terrific job. So if you can support them, please do. Um, Launchpad is on Merchant's Place, uh, quite near another favourite of Hugh's Shed. So, um,
2: <laughs> He's never mentioned that.
1: No, no. And also... Uh, I thought no... you meant Ruby Red's hair salon, actually. Oh. <laughs> 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 I think we could all, all do with popping <laughs> to Ruby Red's hair salon if I wanted to.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I just thought... Well, I was banking on South Oxfordshire not going into tier four so I could get my haircut after Christmas, and now the announcement today means... The hairdressers are going to shut, which means my. Who knows what's going to happen with my booth? I'm going to end up looking <laughs> at Rachel.
2: It's not were,
0: a bad thing, Hugh. I thought you were going to go to on Brian May. It was on a man.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Brian May. Yeah, the great, the, oh, the badger himself.
0: Yeah, uh, that that's is, Chris Hewitt. He's the ultimate badger. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rach, right, you've got one more.
2: I can't believe he's just said I'm going to end up looking like Rach. Like a, <laughs> you took that <laughs> to be an insult. <laughs> I, you took that Rachel,
1: to be an insult. It know. was just an observation. It's just something you, you
2: aspire know. to. Yeah. What you don't know is that whenever
1: <laughs> Hugh and I are just alone in the office, all he talks about is how beautiful you are.
2: Is, oh, is that right? Yeah, that's cool. You don't oh, realise that. Thank you. That. that's lovely. <laughs> I always suspected that, but that's nice to have it confirmed. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, uh, Tom, ready? Yes,
1: Rach, uh, Oh, are we going again? Are we? Okay.
2: Here Let's we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Scooby-Doo one. mix it up. Let's go you're, like,
3: Paul, you're, you're, you're like that bloke out of Police Academy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I take that. I take that. It's like, you know, that that could be a lot worse. It's better than, you know, some things I've been called. So I'd take that one definitely. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely a compliment.
2: <laughs> he was in something else I watched the other night. We sat there for ages trying to think. Um, Scrooged, I think. The Bill Murray Christmas film. That guy from Police Academy who makes all the funny noises was in that playing almost the same character, <laughs> I
1: think. <laughs> it was quite good. Well, if you've got a, th- if you've got a thing, have you got a peg to hang your career on there? Yeah. You know.
2: Right. So my next one is from Katie Gumbrell, yep. who is a coach at Tilehurst Runs Together. And she said... I loved it when more people got outdoors and realised what fantastic open spaces we have near us. The number of people who said to me, I didn't know that path was there. Reading Road Runners organising a zillion different remote charity events and raising thousands for parenting special children. And my runners at Tilehurst Runs Together, sticking with it, training online and supporting each other remotely.
1: That's a when very positive one. It is. When Katie sent me that, she's actually she actually had about six things on it. She said, "Is it?" She said, "It's not unbelievable that I've got loads." Um, so that was really, really, really positive. Paul, last week when we were to, when you were talking to me and we did our did our little chat, um, you were saying kind of the open spaces was something that you'd you'd really enjoyed and and perhaps wished you'd you'd done a little bit more of.
0: Oh yeah, no, totally. I wish I had done that a bit earlier, but it's just safety isn't it unfortunately yeah. now i'm back into shielding but i totally agree <laughs> that the open spaces are made a huge difference to me if i hadn't had the place to go down by um, Cavisham by the river it would have really struggled because if you live in a flat right now that's the worst case scenario but not being able to get out into a space would be horrendous for me and mentally i can't imagine being living on your own and not being able to get into a space like that would be really really difficult so yeah it's a game changer
1: Ah, that is fantastic, and I, I think um, I discovered the old railway line, I say discovered, it's been there, for, it's been an old railway line for about 50 years, <laughs> it's from, from sort of the back at Southcourt, and it goes all the way from behind my house down to uh, Matalan, it comes out the exciting end of uh, Matalan, but you know, there we go. I so was you can
2: walk that... all the way along it, can you? Yeah, it's
1: terrific. Yeah, Completely
2: it's really... deserted. Yeah. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, there's no railway there anymore or anything like that, but it's just... Um, it's, it's just sort of from Coley, basically, uh, and you go. It's all a bit sort of scary walking into it because it's sort of, hmm, I wonder how many bodies are down here. But once you start walking, it's it's really nice. It goes across basically all the meadow along the A33. It's really, uh, it's really quite pleasant.
2: I so. wonder if they, because I've got a few friends and colleagues who were up in the northeast, kind of around Newcastle and Durham, that kind of area, and they've got loads of old, mines and things that have got railways that used to run to them so there's loads of those and they've turned them all into nice you know cycle paths and proper walking routes um so i wonder whether that's something they could do do with that one because they're really popular
1: yeah oh but there's a couple sort of down towards bristol as well which are really good um really really lovely to sort of walk along and um yeah, just walking along old railway lines because they're flat as well, so it's nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know, isn't no, it? Just
0: yeah, I was just the thinking. There's somewhere in Durham that's quite popular this year that not many people knew about earlier in the year. But are we allowed to mention that? <laughs> <You can> mention, <laughs> or shall we move on from that one?
1: <laughs> that took me a minute. That took me a minute. Uh, 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 sponsored uh,
0: by Specsavers. That comment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that nice beer they made <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it made it yeah oh, dear. um okay let's um we, oh we've got one more this, this is a really big one this is a massive cracker um i'm gonna it's gonna take all of us to pull this one i think okay um, it's got there's quite a bit in this one i can just feel it rattling around so um should we should we give this a go everybody on, ready? Okay. Three, here we go then two
3: one
0: (laughs) wow that has gone right in my hair if i had it
1: (laughs) Can someone peel you off the wall, please? (laughs) (laughs) That would be be lovely. Um, There's there's a couple of notes in here. One is from, uh, there's a couple that have just come off of our Facebook page. Um, Paul Smithson, he said, I've unintentionally drunk 367 beers in a year so far, which is quite an achievement. But at the beginning of this year, I set myself a challenge to watch a film a day. I'm currently on 397, so should have done over 400 by the time the year is out, which is not bad.
2: Oh my gosh, that's, that's a lot impressive.
0: of films.
1: Yes, a lot of um, films. he's yeah. been posting after each one and he's, he gives little reviews for each one. There was one the other day that uh, I think it was a little known Bruce Willis film, and he said this was bad. <laughs> <laughs> <So> he's <laughs> that's he's, it. he's, he's not see. just been watching the classics, he's been watching the dregs as well. So, fair play oh. to him. <laughs> fair play to him. No, it, it absolutely wasn't Die Hard. Um, I, uh, I, if I get a chance, I'll go and quickly look it up. That um, is a
0: Christmas film as well, though, isn't
1: it? I don't die think... It, I, we I did establish can... that last week, yeah. Yes. It was, yeah, yeah. But it is. That,
2: yeah. This is another a sword date. I'm
3: prepared to die on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a Christmas, Christmas film. Yeah, it is a Christmas
1: yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the... The second one I've got is from Councillor Ashley Pierce, who's posted on our Facebook page, and um, we spoke to him about kids going back to school and education, and and uh, as, as the um, I think he's the lead councillor for education in Reading. Um, and obviously has, has had a, has an awful lot of a big job on this year. But he says, um, trying to keep as positive vibes as possible in this year. I took up running again as that was one of the only reasons we could leave the house in a tough year. It's been a posi- it has been a positive for keeping a clear head and recently ran 10K for the first time in six to seven years since I ran the Reading half. Not sure I'm ready for that again yet, though. So, um, you know, good to see people getting out and about and uh, and getting out there.
2: Ashley Pearce needs to go and speak to Katie Gumbrell, doesn't he? he? Does.
1: Let's get them together. She
2: will get him marathon fit.
1: <laughs> in no time, by the sound In no
2: time, yeah.
3: I used to work uh, with Katie Gumbrell many years you? ago in oh. an office in Reading, I oh. believe. it's If it's the same person I think it is, which I imagine it is. Um, yeah, she's a mad Reading fan.
1: I believe, I believe she, she is. is. I don't yeah. know any of them, though.
3: No, she used to do <laughs> things crazy things like go to away matches and stuff like that. <laughs>
1: even our crazy reading fan on this podcast doesn't go to away matches anymore
0: no there's no need (laughs) (laughs) no No need yeah i wouldn't recommend that for your (laughs) house um
1: the final message uh is another audio clip which worked so well when i played it before (laughs) um but it is from our old friend things in reading and I'm a bit nervous about oh, playing it you to you. You said
2: it.
1: You it. Said it. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. It's fine. Isn't it's Christmas. It? It's Christmas. That's don't the name stir. of the thing. Stir. It's the name of the thing. It's okay oh, to say. You
2: blame the Bourbon.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I, oh, God. Yeah. The Bourbon. Ain't God. Right. What yeah. has
3: happened to us?
1: <sighs> so I apologise
3: to uh, any children listening. I'll believe it. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one blame stopped. me. Blame me. It's easy. I don't care. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
5: My highlight of the wretched and cursed year that was 2020 came on the 1st of August, the day of the FA Cup final. I watched it in the back garden of the Jolly Anglers with some friends. At least it was showing on the big screen in the background, I wasn't particularly paying attention. I don't really remember who played, I think it was the Reds versus the Blues. It was a 5.30 kickoff and we had been out since around midday. Scorching hot day, I'd drunk many bottles of Irish cider and smoked many cigarettes. As enjoyable as it was ordinarily this wouldn't feature as a kind of outstanding annual highlight given that i'm a highly sociable man with a great deal of friends and usually an impressively packed social diary but 2020 wasn't an ordinary year we'd just spent months on end locked up indoors being out of house it was good but it seemed weird drinking and having a laugh with your friends that seemed weird sitting in a pub garden in reading next to a fully functional miniature swimming pool seemed weird that last one that when I was weird, admittedly. I'd missed the pub, drinking cans by the river Kings Meadow. It had its charms, but the last time we'd gone, we'd witnessed an adolescent duck slowly dying. For weeks, we'd watched it and its siblings growing from these little ducklings to bigger ducks. That afternoon, though, there was something really obviously wrong with one of them. It wasn't swimming properly. You could see it, was, it had been pecked at by its brothers and sisters. It was all, like, matted blood on its head, and it looked like it had a broken wing. After a while, it started swimming really unevenly towards us, towards some branches near the riverbank. But it was, it was out of our reach. We could not get to it. So I spent, like, an hour ringing every animal charity in Reading, and Berkshire, really, until my battery run flat. No one would come out. We couldn't do anything. The bird didn't really move again. We played a funeral march of the end by the doors fire bluetooth speaker finished the rest of our drinks went home locked ourselves back inside our houses and i'm not entirely sure because i drunk quite a few tins of magnus that day and evening but i think i might have had a bit of a cry about that little duck 2020
1: okay everybody all oh, the fire is dimming everybody um it might be time to put the tracksuit on the fire, Paul. That's all we've got left.
0: You want to put me on a fire, Tom? Wow. Suit, you. Wow. wow. Oh, <laughs> no. What a brutal ending that is. Oh,
3: God, God, really is Can we do a random oh, question? Cool. Yes. But I'm going like to get you.
0: burnt to death on a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was your girlfriend's idea. Hugh, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Can we do a random question? I've got one. Okay. Go on, then. Oh, God.
0: What's
3: everyone's favourite Christmas song?
0: Oh. That's that's a tough one, isn't it? Because it depends on your mood, doesn't it, really?
1: It does, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Driving home for Christmas is a tough one. I get that gag in there straight away um, because everybody knows that one's been doing the rounds. Um, (laughs) Turn around,
1: Chris. (laughs) If I'm I'm feeling a bit melancholy, it's the Coldplay one, uh, Christmas Lights. I quite like that when I'm feeling a bit... No, that's, that's cool.
3: the one which goes, I took my feet to Oxford Street. Yes, that's the one. Yeah.
1: That's the one. And if I'm feeling uh, full of the joys of Christmas, it is clearly Roy Wooden Wizard. I wish it could be Christmas every day. There is no finer Christmas song than that. And I will not hear anything about that. <laughs> Imposter Mariah. Shaking Stevens. That, that was, was a good shout. One. Good shout. Yes. Good shout. That one. I
2: like um, that's what Christmas means to me. Stevie Wonder.
3: Okay. Oh, that's the one on the. Oh, that's on every single YouTube video, isn't it? Oh, it's there's on a, a lot of ads vest. this year. Yeah, it's on Sainsbury's ad or one of the supermarkets.
2: I didn't know it, and then a couple of years ago, we did it at choir for one of our Christmas songs, and I was like, "What? Well, this is a <laughs> and, uh, This year, it's everywhere, so it might lose a bit of shine. Bit partial to a, a bit of last Christmas, wham, as well, but it does go on a bit at the end.
0: I oh, the video. video? On, Rage. it goes on a bit at the end <laughs> <laughs> the video. whoa Christmas. steady up here <laughs> this is outrageous it's <laughs> one <laughs> of the all-time <laughs> classics has been completely <laughs> slammed there it goes on a bit at the end oh george michael if you could have heard this this would oh, have been very upsetting another
2: one that we do at choir and then we get to the end and we do a chorus and then we do another chorus and then lucy our choir leader is going and another one and another one. <laughs> last christmas <laughs> also
3: watch Whoa. the video for last christmas it's shocking george michael is quite clearly trying to steal andrew Ridgeley's girlfriend <laughs> there is they're making right. eyes at each other across the table and it's appalling he's, just, he's trying to steal his mate's missus at christmas i don't care if he's a local that is, or or not. That is
0: moral, morally That's- appalling Actually, last no. Christmas, now you've said that, that is the best Christmas song ever.
3: Uh, no, and
0: sorry, I'm sorry, no. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I have to retract my shakings, one. No, 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 sorry, sorry, shaking. I would just like to That's say, gone.
3: The, my, the right answer to this is actually Johnny Mathis, When a Child is Born.
1: Oh, it's God, just what? the most cringingly, the
3: cheesely, oh cheesy, <laughs> hilarious video. He's wearing a black polo neck and singing in the most appallingly kind of cruise ship fashion that you'd ever ever likely to see, and it's absolutely hilarious, but um, also it's the Darkness's uh, Christmas song, which is the best I one knew we're Yes, you going
2: to say yes.
3: that. Yes. yes. But Johnny Mathis the is the close second. Um, A
1: thousand times yes to the Darkness's Christmas song. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: And the one by the Pogues is alright. Yes. Yeah. But, I heard Robbie Williams talking about the Darkness song, the Christmas song, they said he said, "That is the song that killed all Christmas songs because nobody wants to do a real one now." <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay." What, what a touching finish that is!
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Paul. It's right. oh, I also
2: like the. Um... <laughs> Uh, baby, it's cold outside when Tom. Oh, yes, oh. Um, Ye- yeah. it.
1: that's almost too innuendo laden for me. That
2: one, yeah, but yeah, I like the you bit.
1: Whoa, well, we need more of that as well. <laughs> so, um, just, uh, just to finish off, I didn't tell you this, we're all going to join together in a rendition of When a Child Is Born.
2: <laughs> you, lead the way uh
3: <laughs> sorry my internet's gone down yeah so I'm uh, sorry yeah guys, um,
1: let's uh let's wrap it up there um it's been absolutely lovely to speak to you this year paul it's been fantastic to get to know you this year albeit on um google hangouts which is a poor substitute for meeting someone in person but i do hope uh everybody has a fantastic christmas and a um, you know, not entirely disappointing New Year. Although it's New Year always just a bit rubbish. So it's you know at least we'll be expecting it this year, um, guys. Any any messages you wanted to just leave before we wrap up? Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul, I'll just give you a second just to plug your um, your own podcast. Uh, go.
0: Oh yeah! If you want to listen to me on my other podcast talking about Reading FC and our ups and downs, listen to us uh, at Elm Park Rolls. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, all the normal places. You'll find
1: us podcast. Put uh, Hugh as it's Christmas. Why don't you plug your shop?
3: Uh, Heath Watkins Woodlands on in common, um, I believe, will be open as an essential <laughs> business during lockdown. So come in, and say hello.
1: Rach, have you got anything to plug? Oh, no,
3: not a
2: Christmas. I'm a bit left out now. I've got nothing. Yeah, I haven't got anything either. Um, no join the choir and <laughs> come and sing because it make it's good for the good for the soul. It is strange it is. times.
1: Right, we will we will wrap up there, guys. Um, that is it for 2020. Have a very merry Christmas, everybody, wherever you are, and we will see you in 2021 for more Reddingy podcast goodness.
2: Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.
0: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.
3: Who are you?